0: I don't know if you're a Muslim. I'm a Muslim. I'm a Muslim. <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Qur'an has mentioned the existence of this awliyaullah the friends of Allah ta'ala so, the awliyaullah are also those people through whom one becomes the friend of Allah subhanahu so, ta'ala the awliyaullah are those people who make people the friends of Allah only Allah those people who befriend the friends of Allah Subhanahu so wa Ta'ala. this concept of wilaya and Allah SWT himself Usma Al Husna has kept the name for himself al the And Allah s. S. himself says in Quran Allahu wallium wadin' and elsewhere wallahu walliyy al wa mu'maneen. But so this concept of wilaya in our deen is a very important thing. Wilaya means friendship, intimate friendship, near friendship intimate near dear companionship and friendship now that allah who is our malik and our khalik who is our master and our Creator, the fact that allah is offering this relationship with us the relationship with us that allah is our wali and we are his wali this is an incredible thing if you look at the other attributes the same word won't be used if Allah Allah is our master, so we are his slave. If he is our creator, we are his creation. If he is the forgiver, we must seek his forgiveness. But when it came to the word that Allah Ta'ala wanted to choose to mention his love, he used the same word. It means that Allah Ta'ala says in Qur'an that I am in, in the sense of Quran, that I am your wali and you are my wali. Allah Ta'ala says, I am your wali. Allah with me and you can become my wife. There are such people, Allah. So the same word, Allah. So it means the friendship is so mutual, the feelings of love are so mutual. And Allah chose to use the same word. You will find in this world also that sometimes, let's say there's a husband and wife who really love each other, but one way they try to express this and explain it to others or the friends. Like we're like best friends. Actually, friend is lower than a spouse, but this is the way they're explaining this is the way they're explaining that they are so close spouses. The best way they can describe them being the best spouses to each other is that they're the best friends to each other. So Allah is actually then sending us the same message in the Quran that I'm your Malik, you are my Amba, I'm your master, I'm your master. And you are my slave but even though i'm your master, and even though you are my slave we are supposed to be the best of friends yeah that, that, that we are supposed to be the best of friends i'm your wali, and you're my wali. so this friendship with allah once it enters into the heart of a person this feeling of friendship this desire for this friendship then uh, a person no longer feels the need to defend the world. A person even no longer feels need to have friends in the world. But if you don't have this friendship with Allah Ta'ala, which is what we were created for and what Allah Ta'ala wants to bestow in our heart, if you don't have the friendship with Allah Ta'ala, then you will seek the friendships of this world. So why am I explaining all of this? For a number of reasons number one is that the most widespread and prevalent sin that we have observed in the ummah is unlawful friendship and attraction with women. and many times people come to us and they write us questions and emails how can they save themselves and the immediate recent past one two months we've been receiving an extraordinary amount of emails and whatsapps even from all types of anonymous people who I don't know, talking about this issue, that they can't let go of that person, they can't forget that person, they can't overcome their physical lust. And they all have the same question, obviously, if they're writing us, that how can I cure myself of this? How can I remove this? So the answer is that once you make a firm commitment in your heart and decision in your life, if now the only wariah, the only friendship you want is with Allah SWT. Then Allah will remove from your heart the attractions for other friendships. But until you make that decision, you will be stuck. And this is why this path of the Sawuf and this path of Goliath, definitely it has an incredible deep, good, and intimate relationship with Allah But trying to become the wali of Allah SWT, Wanting to become the Wali of even if the person doesn't become the Wali, but trying to become the Wali of Allah wanting to become the Wali of Allah saves and protects the person from all of the unlawful friendships that we have fallen into in this day and age. So this is the answer and this is the cure. And this is the only cure. Until and unless we make a deep resolve to become the friend of Allah you won't be able to forget that person. You won't be able to stop meeting that person. When they SMS you, you will still be tempted by them. When they call you, you will not be able to resist talking to them. Then it will continue, even you won't be able to resist meeting them. The only way you will be able to resist is that if your heart is attached somewhere else. Just like you will find in even worldly relations, that those people who are truly, generally, happily married, when their heart is attached somewhere and they're not interested in other people, because they say their heart is ardent. And that's in the olden days. This was the concept of marriage, even amongst unbelievers. This is why they used to wear a ring. Because they were showing that my heart is attached. So there's no interest. So the concept was correct. They want not the to be interested or attracted to another place. But the greatest manifestation of that concept is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then the heart is no longer interested and attracted to being attached anywhere else. So the cure then for all the men and women who are suffering from this disease, even no matter what you say, I feel lonely, I have teens, you say, oh, I can't get married, or you say, I am married, but my husband doesn't pay attention to me, I'm married, my wife doesn't pay attention to me, it doesn't matter in any and all of the death cases, the cure and the way to stay away from sin is only and only when your heart becomes attached to the friendship of Allah. Now, the Allah's second point is then that one way that we can be attached to the friendship of Allah is to be attached in friendship to his friends. So we say in English that when you befriend the friends of Allah you're actually befriending Allah. This also answers another question that people ask, but well, sometimes I feel that it maybe it's in me that I have so much love for Shaykh or I am so much better when I'm with Shaykh, and I my how my state my state falls so much when I'm no longer with Shaykh. So is this wrong? So this is not this is wrong if you artificially try to be like that. But if you find that uncontrollably naturally this is your condition, this is not wrong but this is actually understandable. Understandable And you must remember that the reason you befriend the friends of Allah Ta'ala is actually because you were befriending Allah Ta'ala. So this company of the uliyah, being with the uliyah, listening to their words, reading their works, remembering their lives, learning from their legacy, all of that helps a person become the friend of Allah Ta'ala. And it's so funny that when they were daydreaming of a gay they never thought it was shirk. And if they start daydreaming of shaykh, they get worried it's shirk. Actually, what was happening was this person in the initial phase was overly emotionally attached to humans. But the problem was they were overly attached to the wrong human. The wrong human. So then he was daydreaming about the girl, he was having dreams at night about the girl. So now the way to remove this initially, as an initial phase, is to get attached emotionally to the right humans. Now, who are the right humans? That is called lillah fillah. That's what Nabiya Kareem sallallahu in hadith, as al-tahab those who mutually love one another deeply and intensely for the sake of Allah. Now, when a person initially makes that shift, and now they will love for the sake of Allah the way they used to love before and the way they used to follow that unlawful love before of their was they were always thinking about that person, daydreaming about that person remembering that person, seeing that person dreams. So initially that same process will happen with the shaykh or the ulama or those who love for the sake of Allah. It doesn't mean we're worshipping them. Worship is called shaykh. We're not worshipping any Allah, rather our heart is not becoming emotionally attached to people in the name of Allah for the sake of Allah And that is exactly what we read in hadith about al-muttahadun <coughs> Then over time, because this is a pure relationship, and if a person follows the Adab and they adopt life of Taqwa and Haya and Sunnah and dhikr this will be a successful relationship. Now those relationships that are successful, they mature, they develop over time. But obviously the relationship with Mehta was unsuccessful and can never be successful. Therefore it never matured beyond infatuation and crush but the relationship we have with the Uliya Allah because it's a true relationship. Therefore, if we are true to it, it will become a successful relationship, which means that it will mature. Then there won't be this daydreaming all the time. There won't be this concept that I'm doing this because of the shaykh, or the sake of the shaykh, or the sake of the shaykh. It very quickly matures beyond as long as the person has The of Allah makes atma'al al-sadaq, ibadat and is the person who is true in their interpersonal relations and in good in their adab and akhlaq. As long as they <coughs> start following the teachings of Tazkiyah, then their relationship with the Shaykh matures. The only one whose relationship with Shaykh won't mature is the one who actually doesn't practice anything of Tazkiyah. They don't change their lives, they don't stay away from sin, they don't make a zikr. They don't have taqwa, they don't have haya, they're not following more sunnah. So everything else is staying the same. If everything stays the same and there's no progress in development in deen, then they won't develop in their relationship at all. Then they will remain immature. They will remain only emotional. And they won't have these spiritual feelings in their heart. Third point. Notwithstanding, or even though they were so intimately near to Allah that they wanted, they could have spent their whole life in zikr and ibadah and sadzah. But no. They were friends with Allah, but they realized that their mission on earth was to make others also the friends of Allah. So they weren't content in their own friendship even though the friendship gave them joy, happiness, felicity, bliss, even though their own friendship gave them a new sukuur, it it's around their heart, still they were restless. And their restlessness was that others must become the friends of Allah. In fact, their restlessness was that everyone should become the friend of Allah. Even every believer, even every non-believer should accept Iman, and then become from salihin, what Mu'minin, and they should also become the friends of Allah SWT. So this restlessness is what you characteristics of the true Mashiach. And this is their great dream and the wish and the mission of their life, that everyone should become the wazi of Allah So We were sharing with some friends that recently Allah blessed us with the opportunity to travel for a few, very few days to Turkey. And when we were traveling to Turkey to spend time with our sheikh. There was also a visit arranged by our hosts to the city of Konya, where we spent one day and we had a chance to visit Makhanka Zawiyya Tekki, their spiritual lodge and sanctuary of Hazrat Shaykh Malala Jalaluddin Zulminam Karlai. And in that place, we got to see a living testament and a legacy and a continuing tradition of how All this friendship of Allah Ta'ala was shared in this Ummah. And you will find, if any one of you were ever placed, that the people, and all of them want to, all of them view every guest and traveler and visitor as a lover of Allah Ta'ala. And this is because Mu'ana also very much wanted everyone to get this love for Allah SWT. Therefore, he put a poem in the top of his hanta door. And this was the mission of his life. And he lived his life. And this is actually how he himself was able to get over the departure of his beloved Shaykh, Mu'ana who Mu'ana Zulu was extremely fond of him and had so much love for him, but then those who were jealous of this love between the two of them, so it comes in the books of history that they actually killed Malana Shamsa, He was made shaheed by a well, which is not too far from the resting place of Malana So after this great sadness, Malana great. Only one thing could bring him joy, and that was that he could make others the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he wrote on top of his kankah that this place is Ka'buttul Ashak. He doesn't mean that he's trying to make a rival with Baytullah. Ka'bar he means Martha center. That is the center, the magnetic center of all of the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What he meant was that anybody who comes to him is coming because they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they want to love Allah ta'ala more. So he said that this muqam this the is the Kaaba of the Ushaq. Then he wrote that Ahmad that every person will come here, they will enter in a state that they're knocked, that their love for Allah SWT is incomplete, their love for Allah SWT is lacking, that they will leave here tamam, that they would leave here having completed and perfected their love for Allah What does it mean? This is the work of the Holy Allah. That people would come to them having lack of love, and they would leave with full love. They would come having lack and lapses of love, and disloyalties and betrayals in that love, but still that base love was there. But they didn't know how to be true to it. They didn't know how to feel it. They didn't know how to let that love dominate them, they didn't know how to let that love lead and guide them in their life. So they went to the Allah And when they sat with these Masha'ith and Tariqah in the Uliya'ullah, they helped them grow in that love, mature in that love. They nurtured that love, nourished that love, such that that love became, became dominant in that person, such that they became guided by that love, such that they became perfect and complete in that love. Then when, I get, when a person gets the perfection and completion of the love for Allah in their heart, you can imagine them that they have gotten the greatest treasure and the only one real thing that is worth it, any real value in this world. So this is why we befriend the friends of Allah. Because they help us befriend Allah. They guide us in how to befriend Allah. This is what Allah Ta'ala has called tajqin Qur'an, as and Hadith also referred to tasawwuf and tzaduk, that a person becomes a lover of son, Allah Taala. There are Masha'ith. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala blesses ummah with many Masha'ith. In the past, Allah Ta'ala is continuing and will always bless us ummah with Masha'ith. Our own Masha'ith is first ma'ali, maqsutunli, maqsutunli, we stress a lot on the culture, which is known as Rabatah Ishaif. means that the person... Now, one meaning of Rabatah is correspondence and communication. But a lot of people have a mistake that they only understand this word to mean that. Yes, that aspect is there. Correspondence, communication, whether through lectures or email or SMS or WhatsApp. And many times, often that correspondence will only be one way. But still, of the act of writing and expressing one's condition, one's feelings to a shaykh, is an act that is accepted by Allah, an act that is beloved to Allah, an act due to which Allah sends His Fadrul Karam Rahmah, His generous grace, and His mercy on that person's heart, who is doing the writing and doing the expressing. So many times people misunderstand that they think the writing and expressing is done in order to solicit some words of wisdom and profound advice from the shaykh. The shaykh is giving many advices already in the rupiyanah and the jalis. i say more often than not, more often, very often, the writing and expressing is done in order to attract Allah's mercy and generous grace, fuzzle and Karim, on the heart of that person. Okay, this was just one meaning of the word rabatah. Another meaning of Rabatah, which term Masha'ik understood and explained beautifully, is Rabatah-sheikh means to make your heart marboot with the heart of the sheikh. What does it mean? It's not talking about an expressed correspondence. What it's talking about is an unexpressed, con- an unexpressed connection, an unexpressed connection with the heart. That the qalb of the salat is in with the qalb of the shaykh. It's not talking about ESP and telepathy. No, it's not like that. It means an unexpressed connection between the hearts. This connection means flow and transfer of mispad, flow and transfer of nul, fad, fuzz, kalam, puzzle between the hearts. This rabata means that the person's heart is feeling, is feeling the feelings shaykh's heart is feeling. For example, if the shaykh has love for Allah in their heart, the mureth will have the love for Allah in their heart. Sheikh shaykh has some concern for the ummah, some particular aspect of ummah, or need of ummah, the mureth will have that same feeling, same concern in their heart. This is called rabita. Rabita means a connection. So this is what it meant then when we said to befriend the friends of Allah it means to have this heart-felt connection with their hearts, because their hearts have a heart job connection with the Spinal Time. <laughs> <laughs> In system, is called it's called It's called rabatai rabatai This also cannot be done artificially, but this is a process that can only happen naturally. That happens to a person naturally, when they practice the instructions of the Shaykh more, and they listen to the hidayat, guidance and bounds of the Shaykh more. The more sohbat, more bounds and more zikr a person makes, the more the rabata of the heart, the more their heart becomes interlaced and intertwined with the heart of their sheikh. And this process has nothing to do with distance, and has nothing to do with presence means it may happen to a person who meets their sheikh only once every two years. It may happen to a person who lives thousands of miles away from the sheikh. And it may not happen to a person who lives in close proximity to the sheikh. And it may not happen even to those people who meet the sheikh multiple times a year. It has nothing to do with distance. It has nothing to do with presence. It has to do with how much a person learns and seeks to learn from. And from the guidelines are shut up. Rushud, you have know, the guidance of the shaykh and how much zikr a person does of Allah ta'ala. Here again a person would wonder, that if I do zikr of Allah how is it that my heart gets connected to shaykh? When I make zikr of Allah my heart will be getting connected to Allah ta'ala. So when you make zikr of Allah as guided by and instructed by the shaykh, then that is a taught zikr, then that is a traditional zikr. That leads to a transmission of dhikr. This is how our Mishnah explained. And then Allah sends a nur into the heart of the Marid. That this particular nur, Allah sends it through a prism. Allah sends it through the prism or waterfall of the heart of our Mishnah. Why? Because we connected our heart to the heart of our Shaykh, who connected his heart to the heart of his Shaykh, going onward in, in, in a continuous and unbroken chain of transmission back to the Karim and all nur and all says was put by Allah ta'ala, from Allah ta'ala, into the qalm and the other into the noble heart of the Karim so this is a chain of transmission a chain of spiritual transmission so this is what is called Rabda so there's one way of defending Masha'ik which is outward appearance and there's another way of defending the Masha'ik which is inward and the inward is accessible even to those who don't have the outward. So again, by listening to the anat and practicing the zikr of God that is prescribed, a person will keep getting connected to one Mashiach, even though one may never meet them, or may never even talk to them. And so this is a very important method, and it's not just something now. It's not just something that happens now, in a time when there are not so many No, It's happened in the past also. Even when there were many Mashiach, because they couldn't do that outward rabbita. It was not a time of phone or a time of easily accessible post. So they would meet their Mishai few and far between, once a year or twice a year. But all year they maintained the rabbita, not outward correspondence, but they made a rabbita. Maintained rabbita means they maintained their inward connection, they maintained their heartfelt connection and friendship. And this is something that we can only describe to our listeners. The reality of this can only be understood through experience, not through any description. So Allah وسلم, has put then this nisbat of wilaya, this feeling of wilaya, so that we become friends of His friends, and Allah وسلم, has put in the wilaya, friendship between His friends and Him. The more we truly defend the awliya, the more we will be able to truly defend Allah. And the less truly we befriend the Oniyah, the less truly we'll be able to befriend Allah How to truly befriend the Oniyah, uh, this is means to follow their instructions. Their instructions are nothing other than the pearls and diamonds extracted from Quran and Tullah, but those pearls and diamonds have a transformative effect on our heart and transformative effect on our life. So to let ourselves be guided by those guidance guidances and to follow those teachings and to practice the zikr of Allah as taught by Meshaik, all of these things increases a person's Raw Batikandi, increases a person's heartfelt connection with the sheikh. Once that heartfelt connection is increased, then a person becomes more close to becoming the friend of Allah. Then they will have more connection and they will be raised up to a level where they can feel more and get more from their relationship of being an umati to Nabiya Karim Our problem is we're not able to get so much from that relationship because we're so weak. We're so weak and fragile in our Iman. So the easier access first is the relationship with Shaykh. And when the heart has a relationship with Shaykh, through the Shaykh, the heart gets that connection with the Nabi And then and when the heart gets that, through that connection, the heart gets a deeper connection with Allah So this is the process of Malaya, the path of Malaya which is one of Nisda. May Allah accept each and every one of our hearts for such connections. May Allah accept our heart to be connected to anything and anyone. The means of our heart becoming connected to Allah. May Allah attract and incline our heart to anything and everyone. With not it's attracted and inclined to Allah Himself. And may Allah raise us in the day can keep us in all of us amongst His lovers and beloveds in whose name we have the false of the our the the false infatuations from our heart, the false pleasures from our heart, the unlawful desires from our heart. It became removed from our heart every single one that you are not pleased with, Ya Allah. It will remove from our heart all of R Macham, every aspect of Yah Mahum, every memory of Yah Macham, every interest in Ramaham. It became removed from our heart all of infatuation with the world and all that it contains. And it became accept our heart for your love, accept our heart for your friendship, it will put a feeling in our heart, attraction in our heart yearning and craving in our heart only for you, Ya Rabbi Kareem. And Ya Allah for all of those who love you, all of your lovers, and all of your beloveds, especially all of the Anbiya and especially the Akreem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and especially all of the Sahabi Al-Quram, Radiu al Ta'ala and all of the Siddiqin, Sardikin, Sarkirin, Muddakiin, Oliyam, Mu'mineen, and Rabbi Kareem, guide us on that path, enable us to benefit more and more from their words, let a treasure and relish every second we spend in the company. And you, Rabbi Kareem, make us steadfast <Stirl_> in our zikr, steadfast in our ibadat, steadfast in our amal, steadfast in our akhlaq. You, Rabbi Kareem, grant us the nisbet from the umiyah, grant the kikit from that nisbet, accept us from the khidmat of that nisbet. Ya Allah, you, Rabbi Kareem, you know, we make love for all of our listeners now and ever. You know, we ask that you send upon their heart the nur of your nisbet that you connect your heart, your Rabb, to every aspect of your friendship, and make us amongst your truest friends, your loyal friends, your loving friends, your beloved friends. Ya Allah, ya Rabbul Karim. Rabbana atakallal minna inna ka anta as-sameeul al-aleem. Atubu alayna <speaking> inna ka anta as-tawaab al-raheem. <Hebrew> wa sallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. May I to on the